What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day, the Hoods ESPN, representing that Sports Way with Dre Day podcast. And you are now tuned in to my SLA network brother, Sam the Archer, on Elevated Thoughts. Welcome to the arena. It's time to get elevated, motherfuckers. Welcome to the arena. I'm the one and only Archer Almighty, man. The Prince of Callum Street, man. Repping that Oklahoma City. And we got a great episode for y'all today. So uh, let me go ahead and and dive into this. So uh, we got El Capitan Ambassador healing your mind through your stomach. You feel me? I met this king on uh, AMP, man. Huge shout out to AMP, man. He's out there in Virginia elevating these thoughts. And it's just super duper great to meet uh, Divine Connections. You feel me? People that's out there elevating and bringing, pushing positivity, most importantly. You feel me? Uh, So every time I would do a show, uh, my guy will pull up, rep, you know, request songs, pull pull up, call into the show, and we would have, uh, you know what I'm saying, a great conversation, man. He was definitely elevating us. I got my smoothie in there that I'm going to make before I go to work. You know, I'm working on being the best version of me. Uh, he put us on the game for a uh, three-day fast, like you're supposed to fast, uh, like a fruit fast, uh, smoothie fast. I was doing smoothie type shit, uh, a water fast or whatnot. But anyway, I say all that to say we're going to learn a little bit today. So I'm thankful and grateful for uh, Divine Connections and uh, this brother for taking time out of his schedule, man. So let's rise, let's slay, and let's elevate. Let's get it. Uh, I accepted your request. Uh, mental health chef. Let's see what's popping. Is he going to get it? Okay, there you go. What's going on with it, man? Man, sheesh. Up and at it, man. Elevating you. What's good, man? Sheesh. Uh, What you got cracking, man? What's going on with you? Hey, that's perfect. That is definitely perfect because we want to learn a little bit about you today on this day. So uh, we've been saying we're going to get this episode cracking. So we definitely here making that happen. So uh, for starters, man, for those who may not know you, tell the people a little bit about yourself, man, who you are. You know, tell them who El Capitan Ambassador is because I know you as mental health chef. you know, you got a lot of things uh, that you're doing out here, so I just wanted to make sure that we uh, elevate you correctly. Yeah, so I'm El Capitan Ambassador. Uh, that's a part of the clothing line and the uh, leadership brand. So our brand is the uh, recognized powerful and influential leaders in society. So we started that brand about eight years ago. Um, so that's where the El Capitan Ambassador comes from. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, I'm Samaj Callahan Bay. I'm an author. Uh, I am a mental health chef, like you said. Um, I used to do events, former college athlete, all that type of stuff. But now, you know, I'm just a, a human being, you know what I mean? Trying to elevate from man to king to God uh, in human form, you know what I mean? I just wear a lot of hats, but I always tell people uh, I don't wear a lot of faces, you know what I'm saying? But Sheesh! I just, you know, everybody gets 24 hours, so with my 24 hours, I try to just do stuff, you know, that kind of complements where I'm trying to go. 
So some people might go drink, some people might go to happy hour, all that. Like I might spend that time getting the licenses to be uh, able to do life insurance. You know what I'm saying? I might go get notifications so I can be a chef. You know what I'm saying? I might write a book. You know what I mean? But it's like I'm just occupying my time where a lot of times people coming up, people will be like, man, you can only do one thing. You need to focus on one thing. And it's like, well, first of all, first of all, in inflation, focusing on one thing is not going to do it when you're building it from the ground up and you don't have a trust fund or you don't have family members who, you know, pour into you more than just a life on social media and stuff like that. It's like you want people to, to see what you got going on and they invest in you, but you can't sit around and wait for them to invest in you. So it's like, bro, we want it to be set up like that, but it's not. So to sit there and wait, where you going to live? You know, you still got to eat. You still got to do all these things. So I've always been multifaceted, but now it's like, I don't care what other people think. It's like, yo, a lot of this is just a part of my purpose. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with the earth, growing food, although it's something that we need. And although it can be business, um, this is what I like to do. This is a part of my therapy. This is a part of my healing. Like, I'm healing right in front of y'all face. And it's not always just going to sit on the couch. Although I do do therapy, um, I'm pretty much more so in, in front of what my issues are and stuff like that. Like, I know what triggers me. I know where it stems from. And I wish I could have the conversation with the people. But that's what that's where I'm at right now. Like, look, I'm just trying to do everything in a righteous way, not a right or wrong way, not a way that offends mm-hmm. people. But if it does, so be it. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to create this little world inside this big world. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of stuff going on. Um, so I try every day just to wake up, be inspirational, be motivational, because I'm not happy every day. I know when we first connected and just going to your show, um, you were always asking still. Where are you at on a scale of one to ten mentally? Yeah, so I always tell people, like, I, I straddled at 8.5, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I might hit nine, but uh, I'm at peace, you know, I'm, at, I'm calm, you know what I'm saying? I'm at a place where I can make rational decisions, and when adversity does come, I can at least sit think about it um and before i make a decision to do stuff i can actually sit think about it and like think it all the way through like yo how's this gonna make me feel in 10 years um how's this gonna make me feel you know starting it up and doing it 10 months straight because that's a lot of time what people don't realize when they sign up for stuff with other people um it dies out you know it kind of fizzles out and i'm a person that's like no i want to do it every day like yo let's do it like we can do it like, I don't have a problem with doing it. So, um, I know bio fillers, and a lot of people have titles and stuff, but I try to keep it simple, man. I'm literally, I'm Samaj. Um, then I send people to the websites and stuff so they can learn about me. Well, well, speaking of that website, type your website in right now so we can pin that to the comments because you do do a lot. That's the whole point of what, what I wanted you to, I reached out to you because you know, being a content creator, you know, broadcast media company, you know, I do recognize that you do have businesses and that's how we can iron sharpen iron kind of thing. So it's like, let us help, let us help elevate you. So uh, you do got a book, you know what I mean? Like I got a book club. That means I got to have you on the show where we talking straight up about your book. Do you happen to have a book with you that you can push, that you can hold up for us? Bet. Bet. Hey, Mariah, Danae, official. Hey, I appreciate you tuning in, Queen. Sheesh, I've been hearing that you've been 
uh, people's Women Crush Wednesdays and stuff out there and people getting in their feelings about it. <laughs> They're like, why she? There you go. Hey, hey, the big payback. Okay, so tell us. Let me write that down. I'm writing my notes because I like to go back in and have a nice blog on with every podcast that we drop. So uh, the big payback. Tell us a little bit about the big payback. All right, so I initially started writing the book in 2015, and this was like around the Trayvon Mart. And uh, all those, uh, you know, police brutality deaths. So that's when I first started writing. Uh, but I finished it living in L.A. Um, during like the George Floyd. So out there was a bunch of riots and there was a bunch of, you know, businesses that closed down due to COVID and stuff. So it really looked, it really looked uh, crazy. It looked like the event happening out there. But uh, the premise of the book is about two cousins that come from the ghetto, but they both were uh, standout athletes. One decided not to go to a big school and kind of keep his uh, legacy of his father and go into the military. And then the other one, he went to the NFL, he went to college, he went to the NFL, but then he got injured. Um, they both became police officers, though. Mm. And I'll say they kind of infiltrated the police system, um, being as though they were still attached to the streets and stuff, but they never got into it. But they have affiliates. So they went and got kind of like revenge. But in the book, it shows that even revenge, one your one revenge doesn't change our whole problem, you know, the things that are happening to us. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a book that has kind of hidden messages in it, got gems in it. But that's the premise of the story. Like, they got revenge, but revenge wasn't sweet enough, you know what I'm saying? Okay, um, okay. And it's really about utilizing, like, we always get these uh, Black Lives Matter flags or people put it in their window and stuff. But it's about us being able to understand that we do have uh, affiliates and we do have um, comrades that are the other race, you know what I mean, our European brothers and sisters. They, we all going through the same thing, you know what I'm saying? We are being um, held down by economical status, you know what I'm saying? So somebody with a trailer park, it is the same for them as it is to somebody that lives in the ghetto. I don't care if it's a nine-story building. Message. So it's kind of like going past that. It's going past racism, and I know that it's there, but we got to understand that we got people on our team that ain't on our team. Say that again, man. Sheesh, boy. Who are you attached to? 
you know, you're an Aboriginal Indigenous person to this land. Like, we all don't come from Africa. And before Africa had a name, it was all connected. So when people say Africa is the motherland, I don't believe that, you know. I believe that the land was all connected, like when it was called Pangea and before that. So I'll never get hung up on things. But when people ask me where I'm from, I tell them, I'm like, I'm from Egypt. Straight up. You can't, you can't tell me I'm not. Go look on the walls there. I was about to say, I done done some research, and they showing me that Egypt is right over here on these lands anyway. So it's just, uh, it's a uh, woo. We could go down a whole lot. Of, that's a tangent moment there. We can go down that. But uh, let me go ahead and show some love to the people in the comments. What's going on, Lee, with Logic Peace, King? Uh, Everybody that came in, a lot of my people that have been there, appreciate y'all. But yeah, so I, I wrote like that, but I didn't want to pour it on you like that. You know what I mean? Because we get that all day on TikTok. We get that all day on Instagram and stuff. And it's like a lot of this stuff for me on my journey, I cried. You know, I've been mad. I wonder why my father and his father and they didn't know about this and why I wasn't toward this. So it's just being honest, you know. At this point in my life, I want to be honest. And there's a lot of things that matter more to me than what's going on in celebrities' lives and you know uh, BS that's going on around the world. That's just distractions, anyway. Yeah, are praying for people around the world. It's like in my mind, like when we say pray for Israel or this, that, and the third, it's no disrespect to them. But, bro, nobody ever lines up for the little girl that gets shot down. You know, you know what I mean? Sheesh, say that. I'm, man, it's, I mean, we can go down the list of black people that's been slayed by the, you know, like, what are we doing for us? I mean, but at the same time, you know, that's why I've just been working on minding my business and working on being the best version of me. Like you said, because I want to be the change that I want to see. You feel me? So I, I just... social media for. I was on the other side before. I would look at the shade room every day. 
ball alert. You know, it was big, you know, for us to have our clothes on celebrities and stuff. And I always tell people, like, I've had somebody come on the bottom of my pictures and posting, you know, when I'm going totally against the system and, the, you know, the entertainment world. I'm against it. You know, I'm against the athletes. I'm against, you know, and it's not personal, but it's like, bro, y'all, y'all the gateway to our wealth. You know what I'm saying? So there's something being held on you for you to get paid $60 million or $30 million a year, but you didn't go buy a whole town. Like, this ain't about me. It's about Look at your family, bro. You could go buy a whole city for a million dollars, but you rather buy a watch. All right, cool. So instead of arguing with y'all, I got to do something to denounce myself, like because all it's going to do is piss me off. You know what I'm saying? To see mm-hmm. the dude, the dude D one ain't wrong. You know what I'm saying? Ross ain't wrong. You know, uh, Meek ain't wrong. But it is conscious choices that you can make. You know, some people are in contract. Some people. You know, they haven't got to that point where they're mentally willing to say, man, I'm going to just choose my purpose over all this. I've gotten there. Like, I've been able to live with that because I wouldn't be able to live with myself to change everything. Like, man, hold on. I got to go back to the lab and do what really my soul, you know what I'm saying? If it's a little kid looking at me, I got to be proud of everything I'm doing and the way I'm doing it. And I can't be saying be a leader and giving these people more, um, responsibility that they signed up for. Some people just want to make music and that's what they're there for. So I need to pull myself out as a fan then. I need to leave it straight. Okay, that's a good song. Ain't about the bikes, ain't about Christmas. I don't celebrate that stuff no way, but it ain't about that. You gave me a good song, I played the good song and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? But I can't get engulfed and wrapped up in being a fan because then now you're taking my emotions. You know what I'm saying? You got more control over me than I do. Mm-hmm. So now I'm arguing. I remember arguing with Jay-Z against the knives and it's like now it's like bro I don't care you know like man. <laughs> yeah it don't matter man cause once you realize that opinions opinions are like assholes everybody got one you know what I mean I stopped giving my energy to it like I don't really debate shows like cause you're not gonna tell me who is better in my opinion like you can't tell me my opinion your opinion is better than mine you know what I mean like we could do the eye test and look for what it is but I don't care who better LeBron or Michael Jordan. Y'all can keep all that. You feel what I'm saying? They not helping me. They, they, you know. I was doing it. Like, when you really looked up and be like, damn, I just argued with, with Archer for two to three hours, right? But now I'm really pissed because then I got, you know, you know how sports, we've been there. So sports will lead up to, man, that's that VA nigga. You know what I'm saying? And then we, now that three hours turned in me not to be for three months. And what was we upset about? Uh, he was upset by Nas. I was upset by Jay Z too, man. That kept they ran their race. They running their race. Running their race. Whatever choices they make, that's on them. Whatever they, I don't care. I'm just I'm trying to focus on okay, really specific. What in my call here to do? Like literally, like I'm only gonna get this window. What am I supposed to be doing in this window? And I often ask myself, but then I had to on a healing journey and know, okay, man, I had issues where my dad wasn't there. So when Kendrick make a song about it, I can identify with it because I've been there. Okay, on my journey and being an entrepreneur, it's like, damn, you chased this goal for so long that you scared to take a break. When you when your health is the main thing, I had to take my power back because you think sleep when you die, man, I gotta get it, I gotta get it, I gotta get it. And then I, I looked up, I scratched my head, and I'm like, yo, the best years of my life are coming when I'm just letting it come to me. You know what I'm saying? When I'm when I'm when I'm passionate about make sure you got life insurance, make sure you can grow food, make sure you kind, make sure you telling the truth, make sure you're helping people no matter what, any encounter that I have, friendship 
relationship, homeboy, this, that, and the third, coaches, anybody. When I come across, yo, hit my phone. And they really hit my phone, and I'll be there that next day. Like, yo, yeah, I was serious. Team need this. Okay, we can try to get hoodies. Team need that. Okay, that's what I'm there for. Young man lost his mom. Okay, cool. He need me to speak to him for three hours. Well, look, I just traded that three-hour debate for the Nas and Jay-Z to be there to talk to a, a, a high school athlete who needs to speak about things that he's going through and why his uh, behavior is this way in the classroom, on the field, all that. You know what I'm saying? Because they have enough coaches who do X's and O's. So mm-hmm. I was good. You know what I'm saying? I was a good athlete. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not there to tell you about my stats. I'm not there. I'm not there to even tell you you running a route home. You got 12 coaches. So by the time it get to me, and the three mental health coaches that, you know, I help curate, put together. If it gets that bad, where coach 13, 14, and 15 got to tell you, we're in a bad space. <laughs> you, know you know what I mean? Yeah. You specifically want to be there to realize, okay, today he broke up with his girlfriend. May not matter to the rest of the team, but that shit affects the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. It's about teenage love and stuff, but we've been athletes. And you know that text message thread back in the day, it was dropping the notebook off at the locker. And if you get that letter, you know what I'm saying? She break up with you or something. You messed up. You hey, that's throw, hey, that's throwback Thursdays for y'all right there, boy. You for know, real. You like, can't sit in class and text her like, yo, explain to me what's up. What's up, what's up? Back then, you just got to think about it. Like, damn, what I do? Or if you knew what you did, now it's just on your mind. Now it's taken away from football. It's taken away from all that. But then what about last night when mom and dad was up arguing? for three hours, four hours, and they, they didn't stop till three in the morning. But you still got to get up and go. So trying to be that and know that it's early stages, you know what I mean? I always like to tackle stuff early. I always like to run to where there's problems. It's like, okay, if I got to stop watching the NFL and I'm not really into college and stuff no more because I understand that's a system too. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing against brothers and sisters who get engulfed in sports and stuff. It's just the way that I respect y'all. I want to be respected to say, man, he used to play like love sports, but he's going another route. So don't tell me it don't exist. Don't tell me it ain't nobody that ain't willing to boycott. Don't tell me. No, you're just looking for a million people, but a million people starts with one. So if it's just 10 of us that start watching it and all that, well, that they, those are superheroes to me. And they may be regular people. They just, in my mind, those are the people who need to be highlighted as leaders. My business partner is doing an excellent job on the corporate scale and what we what we set out to do and you know what I mean getting athletes and artists and stuff to wear it. But I'm the other side, you know what I'm saying? We're two men, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. in my life I called for some I done read so many books, bro, and went down so many rabbit holes that once you see it, I can't run away from it. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't if I see samples and the way people handshake and hold their hands or the way that the video is I can't turn my eye to say, man, that dude landed in a pool of blood on the album cover. I know what that means. That's a sacrifice. You know, this is a humiliation ritual. Why is this dude wearing a dress? I can't act like I don't see it. Not here to go back and forth with people and force you to see it. But when I see it, I got to literally have that little that little voice in my head that we all have. It talks to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it really say, like, yo, do you represent these people? And we, we all, you know, a lot of us, will say no but I'll stick with it because this is what's paying me or this is what people deem as success but there's this little pocket of people and that's that's the people I'm targeting to they're the only people I care about they're the only people I care that support what I have going on I'm 
not shooting at the world no more. I don't care if a billion people love it and all that because now it's just about owning everything. You know, like I've been talking to my guys about doing events again. And I had to explain to them, like, look, it can't be no just getting drunk and standing on tables. Like, we got to work. We got to focus on the food, the beverage, making sure the theme is right. We're not doing all whites and all blacks. We're going to get in here. We're going to be creative. We're going to bring back what people are missing. And that's just literally dancing and having fun and eating good food, 30 and up. You know what I'm saying? And we have to make sure that our crowd gets back to their kids because a lot of these people that we grew up with, if we do an event, it's going to be people that have children and have jobs and they got to go back to work. So I don't want you to mess up your life for one night of fun. We're about to just get pissy drunk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we are going to have a great time. And you're going to be able to do the next one. But I had to feel comfortable. Like, man, we used to do events in the strip club and stuff. And we done had events with Trey Songs and, you know, Fabulous and Jada Kiss and Rick Ross. And we did this stuff, like, really firsthand. And people who know me know that. But I don't get caught up in transformation Tuesday and like you say throwback Thursday I just don't get caught up in it about talking about myself because I've always been on the move like okay he done that like people who know me like damn what well, he, he done reinvented himself with me and now I'm turning into a farmer that's like the most exciting thing in the world to me because I'm a city kid mm-hmm. but now out in the sticks I love being able to see the stars I love being able to think about like yo I could buy chickens I could buy goats and keep them alive you know I could stop people from killing them and literally have these animals and I thought that it wasn't feasible so we always sit around and we talk about reparations and stuff like that I want to be one person that if it come it's a bonus but you're not going to tell me that this ain't my land you're not going to tell me that I don't have opportunity here but that's what I'd rather focus on than arguing and talking about people and giving a damn like but if you ain't with that it's cool and as a female if you're not on that if, if you're not as a person if you haven't just sat there like yo i'm just tired of being a slave bro you know what i'm saying like i had that sit down like no matter the chain no matter how many sneakers i have no matter how fly i still am, a I slave have no, i don't have no power that means something to me bro like it means something to me like bro i can't i can't call 10 people right now and we can buy a town where there's where there's people who play sports and they can buy. That's one person who can do it. I can't call ten and make that happen. Man, that's it to me. You know what I'm saying? I can't call ten people and say, "Look, um, I need five thousand dollars a piece right now." It's my ah, scratching your neck. Oh, you know I got bills, so it's like okay. But then I look at the statistics, and the statistics say most people don't have over eight hundred and sixty-four dollars in their account in our community. So then I go even deeper and I'm like, well, how the hell are you flexing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the real flex? Is it this outfit that you decided to buy? So you feel cleaner than me today? Which is why I don't do, I don't do kicks or nothing and all that, but we got clothes. So when I go out, I'm 30 some years old. I should be able to buy a nice pair of shoes. It's nothing, it ain't nothing to brag about, man. These joints gonna get stepped on, they gonna get scuffed. Man, you... I, I, it's like I've been down everything you're saying like that's why I'm just sitting back being quiet letting you get your shit off we got three minutes left in this 30 minute episode but uh yeah man I uh I everything you're saying is facts bro like a lot of people got that imposter syndrome shit where they sit back and they see what somebody else got and they think that they got to do it too I used to be materialistic like that 
I've been working on being a minimalist. You know what I mean? Like, what's the point of having 30, 40 pair of sneakers? You only got two feet. You feel what I'm saying? So, uh, man, I appreciate you dropping all these gems out here, man. I'm going to have to tag them in there. A million people start with one. Sheesh. Hey, hey, it is, bro. That shit really is, man. So, like, I keep telling everybody, I'm just grateful for my denying connections because, like, I literally prayed, was like, yo, Get all the haters from around me, you know what I mean? Like, I just need what's for me. Like, it's 8 billion people in this world. So all the people that's in my contact list, I don't even care about that. Like, I need the people that's generally for me that that's that understands my purpose. You know what I'm saying? Because I know my purpose. So, uh, I, like. That's what I'm grateful for. So I think, like, that's the new, when people like, yo, your business, this, this, they want you to talk about all these things. It's like, man, I done discovered my purpose. You know, so now Man. I'm just trying to, I'm literally trying to figure out and vet people who's supposed to just be on that way. And those people who's supposed to be on that way, it's not going to be hard. They're not going to give you, because they're going to be so engulfed in making your purpose keep going and see, because that's a part of their purpose. Bruh, I'm telling you, I mean, I, I mean, I got my amethyst in my pocket, man, making sure my energy be right, because everybody ain't where they say they supposed to be, bro. Everybody, like you said, flexing, capping. That cap game is real. What's going on? They pretty much like similar to that queen's name, changing frequencies, bro. I went from, you know, once you get elevated, bro, you can't go back, bro. You can't, you know what I mean? You cannot unknow the knowledge that you have. So I've been there, done that, and I refuse to go back down those same rabbit holes that I used to go down, you know. You already know how life lives and send you out those same ass uh, trials and tribulations and tests, and it's just to see how you gonna handle it. So, like that's, you, that's big. That's big that you saying that because that's been one of the key mantras to finishing this year and how I've been handling and measuring my growth. Like I always say, that's why I say, man, man, first getting from young man, little boy, young man, nigga. You know what I'm saying? To go to really being a man, like okay. I can take care of this and I can handle this. But at times when there's adversity that arises, how can I stay calm? How am I supposed to leave when it's uh. adversity, when it's when I'm being disrespected? Uh. How do I still get, okay, I might need to close this conversation down, come back to it, whatever, but I got to stay level-headed and make the right just decisions. Because to me, that's what life is. It's like, after Hey, what up? This is Aaron Kendrick representing Kendrick Sports Talk out of Northern Arizona. I want to send some love to my guy Sam in Norman, Oklahoma. Keep giving these people the elevated thoughts, brother.